यथा दृष्टि तथा सृष्टि दिस इज अ वेरी फेमस स्टेटमेंट इन संस्कृत कि एज अवर विजन सो इज द वर्ल्ड द वर्ल्ड अपियर्स टू अस एज वी हैव द विजन अबाउट इट so we not only have the particular view about the world but we also have a certain view about our own self and also about god so we have a self view world view god view and based on this we experience our uh, Uh, this world the joys and sorrows various experience come to us based on our view this threefold view which we have and uh, we are born with a particular view then as we are raised in a family in a society in a particular faith religion we keep on modifying our uh, view and as our view gets modified our experiences start changing they get transformed but uh, uh, we generally go from one negative or one limited view to another limited view our view about ourselves and the world and god may not be totally uh, right or complete so bhagavad gita when we study it helps us to make our uh, view about ourselves about world about god proper more more uh, real and holistic so in the beginning we studied uh, 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 six chapters which talks about uh, arjuna's uh, delusion in the battlefield and he was uh, given a particular self view arjuna thought himself to be a limited being born in a particular family having a particular uh, duty to perform but bhagwan tried to transform his this limited self view and told him that you are that supreme self that atma which is neither born nor does it die that is what you really are and um, taking arjuna as nimitta this knowledge is given to all of us that we are not a limited uh, a being we are that supreme consciousness which is neither born nor does it die the body is made up of matter the mind is made up of matter but the atma is beyond all matter our thinking also happens in matter only the mind is matter so all thinking happens in the world of matter but atma is beyond all matter it is pure 
consciousness, pure uh, being. So that was uh, revealed to Arjuna and in order to help him to comprehend it, he was also taught the path of karma, karma yoga. Because at present we are identified with the body, we are identified with this limited concept of self and we also have this sense of doership. So as long as we have this sense of doership and as long as we have this uh, identification, we have to keep performing actions. So action remaining same, our duties, we have to keep changing our attitude in our action. Make it more and more selfless, make the actions more and more dedicated to the higher uh, self. That helps us to make our mind more and more pure. And finally, we, we are able to meditate and come to realize our own self, that I am that pure consciousness. But simultaneously, we should also improve our world view and God view. We should see this world in front of us, not just uh, made up of uh, matter, but it should be looked upon as divine. In order to give us a positive and holistic uh, world view and a proper uh, God view, Bhagwan begins uh, this teaching from 7th chapter onwards. So in the 7th chapter, Bhagwan says that I myself am appearing like this world, which is made up of matter as well as life, the apara, and the para prakriti is my prakriti alone. I alone am there appearing like this whole world. So when I look at this world, I should look at it as an expression of the divinity. The world as is seen itself is, is changing and is not the supreme, but it is an expression of that supreme. It is the, the supreme alone appears like this world. So that thing should be kept in mind all the time. Bhagwan taught this in the seventh chapter and he said you develop that supreme love for me who is appearing in this world. Because if we uh, just look at the world, look at the names and forms, we get, uh, we get attached to it, we get carried away by it and we fail to recognize that divinity. That itself Bhagavan called it as his Maya. Ki my Maya is very uh, delusory. Ki daivi hesha gunamai mama maya duratyaya mamevaye prapadyante mayam etam tarantite. That my Maya is uh, divine, but it is uh, made up of these three gunas and it is very difficult to transcend. Because of this Maya only the various names and forms are seen. 
Because of Maya only, everything seems to be limited, everything seems to be changing. Because of Maya only, the divinity as though remains hidden. Because of Maya, that which is supreme bliss is experienced as, as full of sorrow and pain and fear. So one has to transcend this Maya. In order to transcend this Maya, Bhagavan says the only path is to surrender to me, surrender to that divinity with full faith, with full trust, with full love, one has to surrender to that supreme divinity. And one who does it, transcends this maya and comes to recognize the self within me is the self in all. I am that supreme self. Bhagwan also revealed to Arjuna that one who doesn't know me, they then go through various paths, sometimes go to Swarga and come back, or other worlds. But one who, who recognizes me, they become free from this samsara. In the ninth chapter, Bhagwan revealed this path of bhakti in more elaborate detail. He says this following this path is very simple. कि पत्रम पुष्पम फलम तोयम यो में भक्त्या प्रयच्छति तदहम भक्ति परतम अष्टनामी प्रयतात्मविहि दैट वन हु ऑफर्स इवन अ फ्लावर और अ लीफ और वाटर वन हु ऑफर्स टू मी अल्टीमेटली वी हैव टू ऑफर अवर सेल्फ व्हेन वी ऑफर अवर सेल्फ अवर कर्म अवर यज्ञ our tapas, whatever we are doing, when we offer it to that supreme reality, when we have that uh, attitude that everything is meant for the divine, when this attitude of offering is developed within us, our ego, our that separate identity get dissolved and one comes to realize the truth. It's like, like going to sleep. When we offer ourselves to sleep, then one sleeps. When we have too much worries, when we have some work to be done, when we are disturbed, when we are angry, when we are sad, then it becomes difficult to offer ourselves to sleep. But suppose you are sitting comfortably in Pravachan. No worries, no sadness, no fear. You have told the neighbor also, don't disturb me. So everything is so nice and good. Then you just surrender. And once you surrender, you go into a different level of consciousness. Similarly, when we surrender to that divine by giving up our uh, ego, by giving up our selfishness, offering whatever we do and whatever we get to that supreme, then ultimately we attain that uh, oneness, we attain the identity, we experience ourself as the divine. 
Therefore, Bhagwan in the ninth chapter he concludes that manmana bhava mad bhaktaha madhyaji maam namaskuru mame vaishyasi yuktvayvam atmanam mad parayanaha that you become let your mind be in me keep place your mind in me develop devotion for me worship me do namaskar to me you will attain me maam eva aishyasi thus endowed you will attain me means you will experience your identification with me i the supreme self i who am who pervade the entire world in whom everything exists who exist in everything you will develop your you will experience your identification with me we are now experiencing the world as a limited being from one point but one can then experience oneself as complete as that infinity as infinite so thus bhagwan guided arjuna now what is more to be said see this since the uh, since the nature of uh, that god or the supreme reality is very difficult to comprehend and uh, the only way when something is difficult to comprehend is to uh, listen to it again to keep listening keep uh, thinking about it then slowly and steadily we come to understand it therefore bhagwan begins this 10th chapter by telling arjuna that i will again reveal my nature to you in a different way i will tell you about myself i have heard lot about yourself now you listen so first 6 chapter is about arjuna but 7 to 12 chapter bhagwan talks about himself he says you listen to me you understand me me means not as a egoistic person when bhagwan says i that i includes everyone and everything in ninth chapter bhagwan said that maya tatam idam sarvam jagad avyakta murti na that i pervade the entire world entire cosmos in my unmanifest form i am not visible but i am everywhere i am not manifest but i am everywhere hari vyapak sarvatra samana is everywhere but cannot be seen through your senses through the mind but i am there everywhere and everything exist in me so it's very subtle uh, nature of the lord in order to comprehend it we have to hear about it again and again so bhagwan begins this chapter by revealing his nature thereafter there is a, a question which is asked by arjuna because everything is an expression of divinity so and in order to comprehend that divinity we have to have the vision we have to have the eyes to look if we are able to develop that 
faith, the trust, that wisdom, the total uh, surrender, and when we look, we will be able to experience the divinity everywhere. So Arjuna wants to know, though everything is your yourself, your expression, but what are those main main uh, vibhutis, main glories of yours, which I can worship and come to recognize you? What are those various glories, vibhutis, which I can worship in order to comprehend and experience you? It's like a, like a big city is there. Everything in the city is city, part of that city. But still there are certain things which are special of that city. If you mention that, then it belongs to that city only. Like Apne, Delhi. What is special of Delhi? At least one thing you should say, huh? Chalo, Kutub Minar. <laughs> Kutub Minar is there. And nowadays we have that Akshar Dham, beautiful temple. People from all over the world, they come, they visit, they appreciate the beauty of our country depicted there in this uh, temple. Similarly, the entire cosmos is Bhagwan's expression. But there are certain things in this world which are extra special, which has got extra glow, extra beauty. And uh, worshipping or contemplating on those features, we will be able to understand the beauty of God. We will be able to identify with God. So Arjuna asked that question to Bhagwan, that please tell me about your vibhutis. And then the entire chapter, rest of the chapter, Bhagwan enumerates his vibhutis. So that is all in this chapter. So first Bhagwan reveals his nature, then Arjuna's question about Bhagwan's vibhutis, and then lots of vibhutis are mentioned. And each one of them are uh, very beautiful. We will, we will study them in detail. So let us uh, begin this tenth chapter. Om Shri Paramatmani Namaha Atha Dashamodhyayaha Shri Bhagavan Vacha Bhuya Eva Mahabaho Shrunu me paramam vachaha Yatte ham priyamanaya Vakshami hitakamyaya Bhuya eva mahabaho Shrunu me paramam vachaha Yatte 
हाँ श्री भगवान वाच सिवेन मेनी चैप्टर्स दे बिगेन विथ अर्जुनस क्वेश्चन बट सम चैप्टर्स दे डायरेक्टली बिगेन विथ भगवान्स वर्ड्स ओनली सो देर इज सो मच ऑफ कंपैशन एंड लव इन भगवान दैट ही वॉन्ट्स टू रिवील हिज नेचर रिवील दिस ग्रेट नॉलेज टू अर्जुना even though he did not ask here he just wants to share so that shows his great love for all of us so shri bhagavan vacha he says he mahabaho he arjuna you have great disbahus you have great strength physical strength emotional strength but you should also have some intellectual strength to comprehend my nature you should expand yourself in order to understand me you expand your vision in order to comprehend me just like if you want to embrace someone we should have a uh, what to call long span of our arms hmm? then only we can embrace big fat person is difficult to embrace but bhagwan is all pervading in order to embrace him we should have a long arms but not physical arms but intellectual arms so that we can embrace him completely so bhuya eva mahabaho he mahabaho shruno listen to me again bhuya eva again you listen to me again you listen to those supreme words paramam vachah those words which are talking about that supreme about me about my supreme nature you listen to it again because listening alone is the path is the way to comprehend me that is the special thing of our of a human being hmm? human being can experience this and comprehend this truth through listening shravanam shravanam plays a very important role and we as human beings have developed this this very complex language language to reveal not only the worldly things we can also reveal through language our ideas our emotions but through this language we can reveal the nature of that supreme truth but for that we should have the ability to listen it is found actually psychologist and all says that it's very difficult to listen people generally don't listen hmm lot of things obstacles come in the way of listening we our uh, fear comes our prejudice various types of our own notions come our um, ego pride hmm? our lack of trust all of them our own thing that i know so so many obstacles are there Uh, which prevents us from listening 
we listen to what i feel uh, comfortable with we listen to what is more in tune with our ego certain important things we don't listen therefore if you i don't know whether you have experience but if you listen to the pravachan again any pravachan if you listen to cassette of these videos then you will notice that oh this point i have not heard i was there for this pravachan but i don't know why i did not hear this this just escaped never heard because we don't listen completely therefore we miss out important things to so yar bhagwan out of his great compassion is telling arjuna that i will tell you again shruna me paramam vachah my supreme words bhuya eva shruna you listen to it again listen to it afresh listen to it as though you have not heard it before so listen with full attention because at times we listen to things and imagine that this is what it is being said so we don't listen completely so listen with full attention as though you are listening for the first time like those who travel by flight and all they keep in the beginning they keep telling first timers they keep listening ha kahan se seat belt kaise pehenni hai and then oxygen kaise nikalta hai and then what we have to do they listen very carefully but after some time they stop listening the person keeps on blabbering and you keep on doing your own thing you don't listen they mention kaha exit hai wagere you don't know where they are so similarly after some time we may stop listening but we should listen so bhuya eva mahabaho shrunu me paramam vachaha and why i am repeating it bhagwan says because you are listening with so much of joy yatte ham priyamanaya you are listening with joy you are listening without finding faults you are listening with full faith and trust in my words you are listening with full attention and that was the beauty of arjuna he was listening with so much of love and trust and attention priyamanaya you have great joy in listening to my words you have you derive great pleasure in listening to my words therefore i am telling you again sometimes people tell something and we get so tired we don't want to listen to it again it might show on our face also phir se sunao kya story meri please one person was chasing another person and he was running away so somebody asked him that why are you chasing him he said we had this this deal that i will listen to his story and after listening to his story i will tell my story and he should listen now i heard his story and he is not willing to listen to my story he is running away so i am trying to chase and catch hold of him but arjuna was listening with so much of and that is also you find this beauty in bhagavat shrimad bhagavat puran 
Parikshit was sitting and listening to Shukdev Ji. Shukdev Ji was narrating the stories of the various avatars of Bhagwan and the stories of the various devotees of the Lord. And Parikshit was listening and he was asking questions in between. And he was he wanted to know more and more details. Shukdev Ji will briefly tell the story, but Parikshit will say, please tell me in more detail. What was the occasion this thing occurred? How it happened? Please tell me in more detail. So then the speaker also feels like speaking. So here Bhagwan is saying that you are listening with so much joy, therefore I am repeating it. Yatte ham priyamanaya vakshami hitakamyaya. But this, uh, what I am saying, is not just for entertainment, but it is for your welfare. Desiring your welfare. Thinking about your welfare. I am telling this because knowing my supreme nature, knowing what I am revealing, I will reveal to you, will help you, will release you from bondage. As we understand, our vision get transformed and we keep on arising in our uh, spiritual uh, spiritual. Uh, on our spiritual ladder, you can say. So, our our progress happens when our vision gets transformed. And uh, ultimately, when we have this vision of oneness, we have reached the ultimate. We have reached our destination. And this happens by listening. We are all very much attached to our own vision. It it takes a great effort to change our vision. It is found that if we have a particular way of thinking and feeling and our attitude and all, it requires tremendous effort from our side and from outside also to transform us. It's very difficult. People are born with certain strong notions they will die with that notion unless powerful effort is put forth. Otherwise we hold on to our notions. And very strange thing happens also, even when things are told contrary to our notion, totally against it, revealing its total uh, irrationality also, we will we will uh, say that, oh, yes, yes, this proves my notion only. We will still remain firm in our conviction. We will say, yes, you have made my faith in what I was thinking more strong. But I was talking totally different. I wanted to break your this false notion. But I come back thinking that, yes, I am alone right. So it takes lot of courage, lot of effort to drop our false notion and accept what is true. So for that we have to listen with faith. So yatte ham priyamana ya vakshami hitakamyaya. For your welfare I will tell you. Further then Bhagwan tells, he says, 
ನಮೆ ವಿದುಸುರಗಣ ಪ್ರಭವ ನಮಹರ್ಷಯ ಅಹಮಾಶ ನಮೇ ವಿದುಸುರಗಣ ಪ್ರಭವ ನಮಹರ್ಷಯ ನಮೇ ವಿದು ಐ ವಿಲ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ಟೆಲ್ಲಿಂಗ್ ಯು ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ನೋನ್ ಬೈ ಒನ್ ದ ಗ್ರೇಟ್ ವೈಸ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ನಮೇ ವಿದು ಸುರಗಣ ಇವನ್ ದ ದೇವತಾಸ್ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ನೋ ಮೀ ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟ್ಲಿ ದೇವತಾಸ್ ಆರ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಲಿಮಿಟೆಡ್ ಜೀವಾಸ್ ದೇ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ಕಾಂಪ್ರಿಹೆಂಡ್ ಮೈ ಸುಪ್ರೀಮ್ ನೇಚರ್ ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟ್ಲಿ ದೇ ಮೈಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ better uh, standard of living but still they do not comprehend me completely even devtas don't know me suraganah na maharshayah nor great rishi munis also do not know me completely they also fail to comprehend me what they don't know ಪ್ರಭವಂ ಮೈ ಉತ್ಪತ್ತಿ ಮೈ ಒರಿಜಿನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮೈ ಎಸೆನ್ಸ್ ದೆ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ನೋ ವೈ ದೆ ಡು ನಾಟ್ ನೋ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ದ ಪ್ರಾಬ್ಲಮ್ ಇಸ್ ಇಸ್ ಅಹಂ ಆದಿರ್ಹಿ ದೇವಾಂ ಮಹರ್ಷಿಣ ಸರ್ವಶಃ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ದ ಒರಿಜಿನ್ ಆಫ್ ಇವನ್ ದ ದೇವತಾಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಮಹರ್ಷಿಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಐ ಆಮ್ ದ ಕಾಸ್ ಐ ಆಮ್ ದ ಒರಿಜಿನ್ of these devatas and maharshis also they do not know me because i am the their very cause see we can know certain things which are in front of us we can know things which are limited but to know that which is our own cause is very difficult is cannot be known we cannot know our own origin our own cause the intellect cannot understand from where what is its origin what is its source this uh, uh, devatas and this maharshis subjectively these devatas are also our senses our senses are also called devatas devata means that which illumines so subjectively our senses are devatas and at the cosmic level there are those devatas who are in the swarga and other lokas so our senses eyes ears nose and all they also reveal the world to us they illumine the world to us the ears illumine the sounds the eyes illumine the form and the color therefore they are also called devatas but this senses fail to comprehend god because with our eyes we cannot see god because god is the one who is behind sitting behind the eyes he is not in front of the eyes 
God is one or the supreme reality is one because of which we are able to see. It is that because of which the eyes can see. It is that because of which the ears can hear. So with the eyes we cannot comprehend the supreme truth. With our senses we cannot see the truth. Maharshayaha, these great rishis, they are also like seers and subjectively it represents the ability to know in our mind, our intellect, the ability to know. The mind and intellect has got the ability to know a lot about this world, but even the mind and intellect fail to recognize the very source of this mind and intellect. It fails to recognize its own source, its own origin. Hmm? Like if you open your eyes, you can see everything in this world, except the eyes themselves. You can see the reflection of the eyes. Though the eyes have the power to see, the eyes cannot see itself. Similarly, though the mind, the intellect have got the power to know, it cannot know its own source. Therefore, Bhagavan says, even the great devatas and the great rishis, they do not know me, because I am their origin. Aham adirhi devanam. I am the origin, source of all these devatas and all these rishis. Subjectively, I am the source of your mind, the intellect and the senses also. If we want to know the self, we have to transcend our mind. We have to transcend our senses. We have to drop the mind, the intellect and go within. To see and to comprehend God, we have to go at a different plane altogether. It's like, again, to give the example of a sleep. You cannot see your sleep with your senses. You cannot know your sleep with your mind, your intellect. But when the senses stop functioning, when the mind stop functioning, when we withdraw our attention from the world, we go into the state of sleep. Sleep can be experienced, but it cannot be seen with our senses. You can try it out. One person wanted to know how he looked when he slept. Huh, nowadays we can record and all, but actually wanted to know. Even how you look when your eyes are closed. You try to look into the mirror. If you want to see, your eyes will be open. If you close your eyes, you will not be able to see. But that doesn't mean that you cannot experience. Your eyes are closed. You can experience your eyes closed. But you cannot see your eyes closed. Similarly, we can experience God when we transcend our mind, our senses. But with the senses, with the mind, we are unable to comprehend God. Therefore, Bhagavan says, I will tell you. Because it becomes difficult for us to transcend, difficult us to drop this mind, intellect and experience that truth as it is. Therefore, Bhagavan is 
telling us again that I am the very origin of these devatas and I am the origin of these rishis also in all ways. So, aham adirhi devanam maharshenam cha sarvashah. Further he says, Yomam ajamana dincha Vettiloka Maheshwaram Asam Mudhasamarteshu Sarva Papai Pramuchate Yomam Ajamana Dincha Vettiloka Maheshwaram But when we listen to Bhagwan and when we contemplate on what we have heard and when we meditate on what we have understood, we will be able to transcend our senses, we will be able to transcend our mind. And when we transcend our senses and the mind, we will be able to comprehend the truth as it is. Just as when we dream, we transcend the physical world and go into our dream world. Similarly, through listening, through contemplating and meditating, we are able to transcend this uh, lower level of reality and come to comprehend the Supreme. So that's what Bhagavan says here, ki yaha he who Mam ajam anadin chavetti, one who comprehends me by listening to me, one who comprehends me as ajam, as unborn, and anadim as beginningless. Unborn, there is no cause for God. He is beginningless, he is always exist. See, many times uh, little children also they ask this question if God created everything, then who created God? Yeah, it's a quite logical question. Who created God? God created everything. When we say God created everything, He created the space, He created time also. Everything is expression of that Supreme. But God Himself is eternal, beyond the touch of time. He is not a product of time. Therefore, he is not a effect of some particular cause. Therefore, he is revealed here as anadi. Anadi means beginningless. Always there. Pure existence. Always there. And ajam. Unborn. not born in a particular time or particular space or in particular body. So, this is Bhagwan's transcendental nature. But God alone appears like this world. And when He appears like this world, He is also the master or the ruler of this world. He is called Loka Maheshwaram. He is the Ishwara, Mahan Ishwara of this world. When we say he, 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 
it means i you your essential nature alone hmm? is the mahan ishvara of this entire world loka maheshwaram everything is is controlled and uh, functions according to the laws of god see what we mean by laws of nature is laws of god only everything happens according to these laws nobody can transcend these laws if i put my finger in fire it will get burned we can't escape these laws it is followed very precisely so he is the very very controller and ruler of this entire world loka maheshwaram so one who listens to this becomes free of all his delusions one who contemplates on the knowledge given about god one who contemplates and becomes free of all his delusion asammudha becomes free of mudhata delusion wrong notions gets dropped samarteshu such a person among becomes free of all pap all sins among all the mortals such a jeeva who finally comes to comprehend his own supreme nature becomes free of all pap sarva papai pramuchyate pap is to consider ourselves as a limited being pap is that which gives us sorrow is called pap papa is that which takes us away from our own supreme nature so one who comes to comprehend his own self becomes free of all papa instantly otherwise this world is made up of this papa and punya so if we keep on performing action with a sense of doership we get uh, different types of experience so whenever there is experience of sorrow it we say it is a result of papa when we get the experience of joy it is the result of punya but this papa and punya keeps on alternating and giving its result but once we come to comprehend our own supreme nature one becomes free of all papa the sinner himself gets dissolved otherwise the sinner remains so sinner performs punya karma the sinner performs papa karma but through knowledge the sinner the ego the ahankar get dissolved so there is no papa there is no punya becomes free of all these notions so asammodasamarteshu sarva papai pramuchyate therefore he arjuna you listen listen to what i am saying contemplate think about it meditate on it and become free of all this delusion dissolve your limited personality and come to comprehend yourself as that supreme and this knowledge is given to all of us huh? don't say arjun ko diya let me sit back and relax it's for all of us for you for me and there is no no thing about male female young old educated uneducated for everyone 
spirituality is meant for everyone. There is no distinction of male and female. All of us are same, equal, when we follow this path of spirituality in order to come to comprehend our own supreme nature. See, outwardly we see different types of elements in the chemical world, physical world. We see different elements, different molecules. But if you go deeper, you will find that all molecules are made up of atoms only. If you still go deeper, you will find all atoms are nothing but energy. As energy, they are same. But as atom, they may differ. As molecules, they may differ more. As some particular form, they differ more. So outwardly, when we look at ourselves, we differ. But when we go deeper and deeper within ourselves, we will come to know the essence in me and the essence in all of us is same. So asammodasamarteshu sarva papai pramuchyate will become free of all papa. One who knows me. Okay. So what is your nature? What is your supreme uh, essence? Bhagwan reveals uh, it in the following verses. He says, Buddhir Dhyanamasam Mohaha Shama Satyam Damashamaha Sukham Dukham Bhavo Bhavaha Bhayam Cha Bhayam Evacha Ahim Samata Tushtihi Tapodanam yasho yashaha Bhavanti bhava bhutanam Matta eva prathag vidhaha Buddhir nyanamasam mohaha Shamasatyam damashamaha Bhagavan says that all these various expressions of our mind and our intellect, they originate from me alone. The good as well as the bad thoughts, the good values, everything originates from God. God is the origin of our thoughts and our emotions. See, we have to be given some hint to comprehend God. So, here the hint is given that if you want to know God, then just try to contemplate and understand and try to experience the origin of your own thoughts. 
there is a Upanishad called Taitriya Upanishad in which there is a beautiful uh, story of Bhrugu. Bhrugu Rishi, he approaches his father, Varuna. Varunam Pitaram Upasasara. He approached his father and he said, father was a great teacher and this Bhrugu, a young boy, he approached him and he said, please teach me Brahma, Brahma Vidya. So his father said, because Brahma is something which cannot be defined, that supreme truth cannot be defined. Because to define is to limit it, it cannot be defined. It can be indicated, but to put it in words completely is not possible. It's like we want to build a house which will, which will cover the entire space, it's not possible. Because something will remain outside that uh, room. Because the space is infinite. You cannot cover space with walls. Entire space cannot be covered. Similarly, words are like walls. You cannot cover the truth with these words. But words are not totally useless. Words can be used to indicate. We can with the help of words, we can shift our attention towards the truth. Huh? Like for example, with my finger, I cannot touch the moon, but I can from earth, I can point to the moon. The finger has got the ability to point towards the moon and our eyes have to just follow the direction of the finger. Till the length of the arm, you can have support of the arm for your eyes to follow. But after the tip of the finger, the eyes have to travel in that space without any support. But whenever it loses its uh, direction, again it will have to come back to the finger to get to the right, to go into the right direction. All the words of the scriptures are like fingers. They help us to shift our attention towards the truth. They don't define the truth. They indicate the truth. So here also, uh -huh, in that Taitri Upanishad, the truth was indicated to that Bhrugu. His teacher told him, his father, that that from which the world has come, that in which the world exists and that in which the world again merge back, that is Brahma. Yato va imani bhutani jayanti yena jatani jivanti yat prayantya bisam vishanti that from which all the beings have come, it exists and again merge back, that is Brahma. That you inquire, that you Vijitnyasasva, you think about it, you, you, with single pointed attention, you contemplate on it and you will be able to uh, uh, comprehend that truth and realize that truth. That is the only path. Bhagwan Ramana Maharshi, a great saint, simplified this path even further by saying that uh, this world which you experience 
it is experienced by your mind so if you want to find the origin of the world find the origin of your mind again he further said that the mind is made up of thoughts and the essence of all your thoughts is the i thought all the thoughts depends on i thought without the thought of i you cannot have any thought seeing who is seeing i am seeing that i consciousness comes first and then the world consciousness come later on you cannot experience the world without experiencing yourself without having the notion of i we cannot experience this so all the thoughts depends on i thought so bhagwan ramana maharshi says that you just try to inquire and find the source of this i thought this is a subjective inquiry it is not a theoretical inquiry it is like trying to experience the source of this i thought try to experience the source of your i thought by asking the question who am i nan yar ha huh? koham so who am i you ask and you can go within aham ayam kuto bhavati chinvata ai patatyaham nija vicharanam he says you inquire from where this i thought has uh, has come and this inquiry will lead you to the self there was this uh, person who had a dog nice dog so he and his dog went for a mela gaon mein mela hota hai na so mele mein gaye dono log malik aur uska kutta dog dog and they were roaming around in the mela but as generally it happens in mela wo bichad gaye dono मालिक बिछड़ गया कुत्ता बिछड़ गया नाउ दिस डॉग वॉज वॉज लॉस्ट देर लॉट ऑफ पीपल लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स हैपनिंग नॉइज दिस दैट एंड ऑल एंड ही वॉज टोटली लॉस्ट ही वॉन्टेड टू अगेन गो बैक टू हिज मास्टर ही वॉन्टेड टू मीट हिज अगेन गो बैक टू हिज मास्टर but he could not talk to any people because their language he could not understand his language they could not understand so he was totally in a disturbed state disturbed dog he was then he met another very wise dog was there so he approached him and he revealed his problem he said i want to meet my master but he is lost so that dog thought for some time and he said that um, do you recognize the smell of your master the scent of your master he said yes because he never is to take bath regularly so i can i can uh, very well recognize he said do you experience it here he said yes i can experience it here also then that wise dog said you just follow this 
fragrance, they smell. Follow it to its source. Follow it where it becomes stronger and stronger. And you will meet your master. She said, what nonsense? My master is not his smell. He said, no, you listen to me. With faith, you just, I know that your master is different from his smell, which is there on the ground now. But the smell belongs to your master only. So you just avoid all other smell. They might be very nice. They might be more attractive. Avoid all of them. Just follow this smell of your master. Go towards its source. How will you know it is its source? It will become stronger and stronger. It will become more clear, more precise. So you just follow it and you will meet your master. He did namaskar to him and he followed this path very sincerely. He just focused his attention only on this smell. He avoided getting distracted by all other smell. And as he followed the smell, started becoming more and more powerful. And he just kept on following till it reached one restaurant. There he saw his master sitting there eating pakode and having masala chai. <laughs> so he found his master. Our ahankar, I thought, the thought of I, I consciousness which we have. Each one of us, you have this feeling, na? I, I am, I am, I, may, may. That may ki bhavna jo hai, that is the fragrance of atma. But it is not itself atma, but it is the fragrance of atma. It is getting uh, polluted or getting covered by a lot of other fragrance of other thoughts. So just focus your attention on this I thought and try to find out its source by asking, who is this I? For whom is this I? What? And just subjectively uh, follow that path. Not as a objective inquiry, but subjective inquiry. Chase that I thought. Go to its source. And once we uh, do this, that I fragrance or I thought will disappear and one will comprehend oneself as that pure self. So, Ahaminasha Bhaji, Ahamaham Tayas, Purati Rutswayam, Paramapurna Sat. Bhagavan Ramana Maharshi says that when that Aham get destroyed, get it falls off, this Aham thought, then the pure self shines forth by itself. Similar thing Bhagwan mentions in these two verses. He says that I am the source of all your thoughts. All the thoughts and all the feelings and all the emotions which come into you, I am the source of it. Matta eva. All of them arise from me alone. Prathapvidhaha. They are variety, they are of different types. But they origin, originate from me. So, it is like they help us to go within and come to comprehend that truth. So, what are those various uh, thoughts and various emotions and variety of uh, uh, notions which we have? That is briefly mentioned here. 
भगवान सेज बुद्धि ही बुद्धि इज दैट एबिलिटी टू डिस्क्रिमिनेट इन अवर अंतकरण वी हैव दिस वॉट वी कॉल बुद्धि अवर इंटेलेक्ट इंटेलेक्ट इज द एबिलिटी टू जज अवर अदर थॉट्स इट हैज गॉट दिस इज अ वेरी स्ट्रेंज एबिलिटी विच वी हैव लाइक फॉर एग्जाम्पल सर्टन इमोशन कम्स टू अवर माइंड वी हैव विद इन अर्स द एबिलिटी टू एनालाइज दिस इमोशन सर्टन थॉट्स कम वी हैव द एबिलिटी टू एनालाइज दिस थॉट्स सो इट इज अ एबिलिटी टू जज अवर ओन थॉट्स इट इज द एबिलिटी टू जज अवर ओन इमोशन्स whatever be the emotions whatever be the thoughts whatever be the idea there is something within us which has got the ability to look at it as though and judge it evaluate it that is called intellect it's a very interesting uh, faculty which we have so suppose a person just get angry sometimes one gets overpowered by anger and we might not use that faculty but otherwise we can just look at it and we can observe and we can analyze it oh this anger has come and now i'm getting this so one can analyze it one can evaluate it we can not only evaluate our emotions our thoughts we can also evaluate the world around us we can uh, we can weigh the pros and cons and we can judge we can choose so that ability to to discriminate to judge to choose that is called our intellect buddhi and this buddhi though we all of us have buddhi all of us may not be using our buddhi uh, to use buddhi is different story having it and using it is a different thing altogether like lot of people they keep pianos and all at home that doesn't mean they know how to play piano ghar mein hai sometimes they practice also once a person came he said i have come to repair your piano he said but uh, it is not spoiled who told you he said your neighbors told me इनका पियानो रिपेयर करो बाबा सो सिमिलरली बुद्धि वी माइट हैव इट बट वी माइट नॉट यूज इट बट इट्स द एबिलिटी टू जज देन वेन वी यूज दिस बुद्धि वी गेन नॉलेज अदरवाइज द थॉट्स कीप ऑन कमिंग अकॉर्डिंग टू अवर संस्कार based on whatever we have experienced in our past our thoughts and emotions keep arising in our mind but when we utilize use our buddhi we can gain proper understanding and wisdom and knowledge nahi to aise animals also live in this world human beings also live in this world animals don't get knowledge because they don't use their buddhi human beings they use their buddhi they gain knowledge understanding of certain things so this gnanam is a result of utilizing using our buddhi properly so we not only gain knowledge of the world but also come to understand our own self if we use the discriminating power of the intellect 
टू डिस्क्रिमिनेट बिटवीन सेल्फ एंड नॉट सेल्फ आत्मानात्मा विवेक सत असत विवेक इफ यू डू देन वी कम टू अंडरस्टैंड वॉट इज सत वॉट इज ट्रूथ वॉट इज आत्मा सो दैट नॉलेज इज गेन वंस दैट नॉलेज इज गेन ऑल ओवर मोह डिजअपियर्स ऑल ओवर डेल्यूजन डिजअपियर्स वी बिकम असम मोह फ्री फ्रॉम ऑल डेल्यूजन we come to know what is right what is wrong what i should do what i should not do what is my goal what is my path in what lies freedom in what lies bondage everything becomes very clear such a person is such an understanding is called understanding without delusion asammohah freedom from all delusion then some more uh, uh, emotions are mentioned kshama forgiveness satyam truthfulness damah self control shamah control of our mind sukham happiness dukham sorrow bhavah uh, utpatti uh, creation or the rise of our thoughts abhavah its absence fear and fearlessness bhaya abhaya so more about this we will see in our class tomorrow oh Thank mm-hmm. you.